Podcast Answer Man, episode number 208. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the podcast answer man my name is cliff ravenscraft and this is the podcast about podcasting helping you to take your show to the next level it doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster if you've been podcasting for many years or if you haven't even yet launched your first episode this show is here to help you take your show to the next level And my friends, I have a very exciting episode once again. And of course, here's the situation. I always open up and say how excited I am and how exciting the show is going to be. And to be honest with you, if that were not the case, I would not be recording right now because I do not like the idea, the concept of hitting the record button if you are not passionate about the topics for which you are going to cover in that episode. I mean, if you're not passionate then how's your audience going to be passionate about it? And so I believe in bringing full passion and excitement and enthusiasm to each and every episode that you record, and that is exactly what I have here for you today. Now, I want to let you know, I I am under a massive uh, time-sensitive pressure here. I have to actually record everything that I want to say to you right now within 9 minutes and 30 seconds. I cannot go over that, and so I need to stop talking about how I only have 9 minutes and 30 seconds, and I'll start telling you the reason why. And that's because I have an interview today with Barry and Lynn Morgan from SimpleGoodLifeNetwork.com and also now HydroponicsFarmer.com. Now, Barry and Lynn have been clients of mine for, I, I think it's been over a year now, and they have just done some amazing things. They're amazing people. If you ever think that that podcasting is just too complicated, that if you're over a certain age and and, and you're not extremely technology-minded and, 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 and you have no real experience of jumping into Facebook and Twitter and all of that stuff, if you think that there's a certain age where you might as well just call it quits, there's no way that you can get into this, well, my friends, you must listen to today's episode because that is, you know, that is not the only aspect of the story of Barry and Lynn Morgan, which really excites me to see what they're doing, but there are so many other elements as far as picking out a niche topic, a niche focus, um, pointing out the importance of building a relationship with your audience, going into podcasting with the mindset of not just how to make money, but how to serve people and and how to do something that, uh, I'll tell you what, you're just going to love this interview. You're going to love Barry and Lynn Morgan. I love them. I think they're awesome. And what they're doing in podcasting is absolutely amazing. Their story, I believe, will inspire you all. Even if you are not into um, agrarian lifestyle, living off the land, organic food, and hydroponics farming, I can certainly say without any shadow of a doubt that any podcaster out there, if you were to listen to the 50 and a half minute interview that I did with Barry and Lynn Morningen, which you are about ready to hear in this episode, you will find something to inspire you. So, 
That's coming up today. Now, one other announcement that I want to make really fast is that I just put up another YouTube video on my YouTube channel. And by the way, I just want to once again beg you, plead you, please go over to youtube.com slash podcast answer man. Again, youtube.com slash podcast answer man. Click the subscribe button and, and do me a favor and go and watch each and every one of those videos that are posted there. Trying to get them to uh, take my brand new, newly branded account and remove that 15 minute limit. I'm telling you, it's killing me. There, I would actually be posting more videos if they would get rid of the 15 minute limit. And I'm talking about some very valuable videos. All right. But I did just post a new one, and you can actually find it directly on my website at podcastanswerman.com slash podcasting101. Again, that's podcastanswerman.com slash podcasting101. It's a video blog update, and it's called How Podcasting Works. It is a brief overview. It is overly simplistic for a reason. It gives you the big picture. You know, sometimes when you get a big, you know, 10,000-piece puzzle, you you get all these little tiny puzzle pieces, right? And you start you want to start putting it all together. And that's how people feel when they come to podcasting. Well, it's almost impossible to think about putting together a 10,000-piece puzzle without having the big picture on the box, right? And that is exactly what this this video is that I created. It is the big picture of what podcasting is. Um, and, and so go check it out, podcastanswerman.com slash podcasting101. And because I am under a time constraint, we're going to turn to Dodge, who uh, left us a 16-second voice message uh, asking his question that I am going to include and answer here in the front of the show. Dodge, take it away. Hi, Cliff. This is Dodge from a casual stroll to Mordor podcast and blog. I was wondering, how's your experience been with Servant? We have a VPS that we're not quite happy with, and we're looking to switch. We also wondered if we went to Servant, if you had any tips that you might throw our way. All right, thank you very much. All right, Dodge, thank you so much. And yes, I am loving Servant hosting, S-E-R-V-I-N-T. And I will tell you, I do have an affiliate code on my website. Just go to podcastanswerman.com, look over on the right-hand side in the sidebar, scroll down to where you see services I recommend. The very first one as I'm recording this today is servant hosting. If you click that box, I do I do benefit financially from that. In fact, how it works out is they don't send me money like most of my affiliates, but um, every time you sign up, whatever you pay for your first bill, that all, that gets applied to taking off of my monthly bill, which is really cool. So I love it. If you sign up with Servant, please sign up through my link, uh, that little box that you'll see on my website. Now, with that being said, I love Servant. Ever since I've had Servant, I have had zero, zero problems with my web hosting as far as my site going down. It's just not happened. Now, of course, uh, I talked about this topic previously, and this is in episode 196. So if you want to find out why I'm no longer on Bluehost, why I am on Servant, and what virtual private servers are, and all of this other stuff, I encourage you to go back into the archives, episode 196 of Podcast Answer Man, titled Outgrowing Shared Hosting and More. All right? Now, with all of that being said, I'm not going to uh, go over and talk to you now about all the things I shared in episode 196. I'm just going to say I could not be more pleased than I am with Servant Hosting. Their service is out of this world. 
Now, Dodge, you asked me uh, in email if I could tell you some things that you should do. And I and I basically, I said, listen, the one thing you need to make sure you do is ch- make sure you change it over, ask them to change your, your settings over to where it runs your PHP under SUPHP. And then Dodge emailed me back and says, so what does that do exactly? And I said, I wish I had time to explain it all to you in an email. Unfortunately, I can't handle those kind of questions via email uh, because I get so many types of questions throughout the day. And I try to keep um, emails to business-related stuff and and uh, building relationships with people in the community. So with that being said, I asked if you call it into the fo- voicemail feedback hotline, I'll answer it for you. So let me just tell you what happened. Um, I'm, matter, matter of fact, I'm going to read to you a support ticket that I submitted with Servant Hosting. Here's my support ticket. I wrote, recently I switched everything from Bluehost over to Servant. I couldn't be happier about this decision about the decision than I am. Your customer service is amazing and far be, uh, and so far I suspect it will continue to be the same. I have noticed something that has drastically changed for me and I assume that there must be a relatively simple fix for this. Before I moved over, I was able to click the update automatically button within my WordPress dashboard and it would update the WordPress installation automatically, almost instantly. Now, however, When I click this button, it asks me to enter in my FTP server name, my username and password to do the update. It takes it takes a little while and then all of a sudden it stops working and it says that it's failed. Um, So basically, I told him, you know, that I finally got it all taken care of. However, I have several WordPress installations and I would very much like to go back to the automatic way that I'm used to. Uh, I did some searching on the WordPress support forum, and it seems that it may have something to do with my local host settings in my wp-config file, although I could be completely wrong. All right, is there anything that you can do to help me solve this issue? I get a response back immediately, and this is what Dom from Servant Hosting says. He says, currently PHP is running as DSO. This means that your PHP processes run under the user nobody. Because of the permissions of the file under your domain, nobody cannot write to them. I recommend we reinstall slash run PHP as SUPHP, which will run your PHP scripts under the user who owns the domain and therefore avoid these permissions issues. Running SUPHP does come at a cost as for each PHP process that which runs as a separate CGA, CGI process is run under the user. This causes a lot of additional CPU usage. As your server looks to already be hitting its guaranteed CPU throughput throughout the day, uh, you will need to run the W3 total cache on your WordPress sites in order to reduce the CPU usage. I can help you with all of the above, including the W3 total cache. Let me know how you would like to proceed. Dom. This, my friends, is the kind of customer support that I need. Now, did I understand all of that stuff that he was talking about? No, but guess what? We went back and forth over the course of about 25 minutes on this support ticket, all of it being captured. I'm able to go back to it as often as I need to. I now completely understand everything that he was talking about because he explained it to me. Here's the deal. I may have just spoke Greek, another language to you. You have no clue what I was just talking about. That's okay. I didn't know back then either. Here's the thing, though. If you sign up for 
the servant web hosting services, they're initially going to run your PHP as DSO. You don't even need to know what that means. Just know, matter of fact, you don't even need to just know that. Here's what. Here's the thing, though. If you set up a VPS service uh, service account uh, hosting your website with servant hosting, all you need to do is as soon as you get your account all set up, there are two things I'm going to recommend that you do. The first one is an absolute must. The second one is something that you can consider. The first thing that you want to do is once your account hosting is is cor- correctly and oh you know what there is a third thing. The third thing is is that you do want to actually and it's actually the first thing that you want to do. Um, there is one additional thing that you will want to add and it is Fantastico. Fantastico is service it is a um, an, an additional service that you pay. I think it's like twelve bucks additionally each year to have access to it. And that gives you the one-click install of WordPress installations. Again, so do pay the additional fee for 12 bucks a year for Fantastico, okay? So number one, in have that, when you're purchasing your account with them, include Fantastico. Now, as far as the other thing is, is once your account is set up, they say everything's ready to do, it's going to take you probably a little bit to learn how to log into their system and and all this other stuff. Their service department is second to none. They'll help you with every step of that. Once you're in, you need, I would recommend, you could probably call them on the phone. They would much prefer you work with them in service tickets. And trust me, it is the way to do it because they can escalate it to higher levels and they they do that stuff immediately. You don't have to beg them. It's just awesome. Anyway, as soon as your account is set up, go into their support ticket system, into the, your, you know, your support portal. Once you log in, click and add a new support ticket. And here's the first thing that you want to do. Will you please install slash run PHP as S-U-P-H-P on my account? Done. Submit. They will escalate that. They will immediately switch things over. And as soon as you're up and running with your PHP running under S-U-P-H-P, you're good to go. That way, when WordPress tells you that you know there's a new version of WordPress or a new plugin, you click upgrade automatically, boom, it happens. It's just the way that it should be. If you don't do that, it, 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 it's not fun. So definitely, number one, when you sign up for service, buy Fantastico for an additional $12. Number two, submit a, sort, a support ticket asking them to install slash run PHP as S-U-P-H-P on your account, just lowercase su, and then all caps, PHP. So please install slash run su-php on my server, please. And they know exactly what that is. You don't even need to know what it is. But if you want to know what it is, you could ask them what it is, and then they'll tell you, and, 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 and all this other stuff. But just know that you need to do it, and what it's going to allow you to do is actually run things the way they should be run in WordPress. Okay, and it's mostly dealing with uploading things into and overwriting files and stuff like that. But don't worry about that. Just 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 trust me. S-U-P-H-P, ask them to turn that on for you. All right. Now, the other one is consider adding W3 Total Cache plugin. This is something that I'm not going to go into great detail right now. Uh, and to be honest with you, this is a very, very complex caching plugin. It's not like WP 
Cash and, and some of the other ones. It's W3 Total Cash. They told me all about it. They told me all the benefits of running it. And here's the thing. I've got, I don't know, 10, 15 different WordPress installations. Now, I don't know that I should tell you this. It's not something that's in their service agreement for them to do for you. They typically don't, you know, work with third-party, you know, stuff. But there's some really awesome people in the support department. And my good friend Dom over there uh, went in and added and configured W3 Total Cash on all of my WordPress installations. These people are awesome. You go, you know what? I hope that helps you out, Dodge. Get Fantastico when you sign up so you can do the one-click installs. Immediately support, send a support ticket asking them to install slash run PHP as S-U-P-H-P and consider asking about the benefits of running W3 Total Cash and see if they won't even configure that for you. All right, so those are my three recommendations if you move over to Servant um, Hosting and uh, hopefully that helps you out. And I'm way over my nine and a half minutes, which means this week's episode is going to be over an hour once again. But with that being said, this interview with Barry and Lynn Morgan that you're about ready to hear, out of this world, awesome, great source of inspiration, let these people share with you their journey and and see where you might fit into the picture of podcasting as a result of uh, them sharing their story. With that being said, at the end of this interview, I'm not going to say anything else. There will be no music to close out, anything other than that. I just want to say that I am in the midst of in the middle of my first week of my May podcasting A to Z class. Again, I shared with you last week that I really messed up in the amount of time that I had to market it. I only had a total of 10 days of marketing. I am very proud to have 14 of the 20 spots filled. Um, I do still have six spots that I really had hoped to fill for the podcasting A to Z class in May. That's six spots that are are left empty, and 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 there's more of me to go around. Okay, so what I want to say is only to you listening to this podcastanswerman.com. There is six spots open. There's only one week behind. If you are listening to this message and you had hoped to get into the podcasting A to Z course. Email me, cliff at podcastanswerman.com, and I have a special offer for you to get into the remaining. There are still four full weeks of this course left starting you know, this coming Monday. I'm recording this on Thursday, May 5th, so you really haven't missed that much. It won't take you anything to get caught up, and uh, there's, like I said, there's more of me to go around, and I would love to fill those additional six spots. So anyway, until next time, everybody, I encourage you to join the com- community Head over to uh, gspncommunity.com, all of that other good stuff. Give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline, 859-795-4067. Ask your questions. I'll be back into some questions next week, 859-795-4067. Sorry for talking so fast and and all of this other stuff, but uh, here you go. Here's the interview with Barry and Lynn Morgan. Well, my friends, we have Barry and Lynn Morgan on the line with us right now from the Simple Good Life Network over at simplegoodlifenetwork.com. Barry and Lynn, I am so delighted to finally get you guys onto the Podcast Answer Man show. Welcome. Thank you, Cliff, very much. We're just so excited. and We certainly thank you for the opportunity. 
Thank you, Cliff. We're delighted to be on your program. Well, I'll tell you, there there have been a lot of clients that I've worked with over the years, and every time I come across a client uh, that has a vision ahead of time, I I get really excited about their project, and and you are one of those clients. Uh, When you came to me, you had a vision for what you wanted to do. I mean, it it was like, it it was, I didn't have to actually uh, walk you through the process of of thinking, okay, so what do you want to accomplish with this? You came with very clear goals. Before we talk about that vision that you had and and, and those goals that you had ahead of time, I want to ask you both uh, to, to tell us, tell our audience here, how did you first hear about podcasting? Well, it, it's very interesting uh, because just listening to your uh, last episode of podcast, uh, Answer Man, episode 207, where you had Stacy Westfall, uh, one of your A to Z uh, alumni on, and talking about how she uh, stumbled into podcasting. It was almost pretty much the same story with us. We, um, we were investigating internet radio. In, in a way to get our message out, to, to reach an audience, to build a community. And uh, gosh, uh, the range of information about internet radio was, was just too complex and confusing, uh, contradictory. Uh, and during that process, uh, I stumbled onto this term podcasting. Now, I'm going to have to tell your audience, we, uh, we are boomers. And uh, we've kind of got into this new technology a little bit later on here in life, actually, uh, in our early 60s. And so uh, when we first heard the term podcasting, we really associated it with something the young folks do as they walk around uh, with uh, earbuds in their ears and listening to whatever device they were listening to it on. And um, so really didn't have a, a, a true concept of what podcasting was. But as I investigated podcasting further from internet radio, um, again, I found out, wow, the range of information out there is just overwhelming. It's uh, uh, a lot of it I, I felt as I investigated it further was, was, was not helpful and maybe some of it was not even trustworthy. So I said, look, if at this point in time in our lives uh, where we've never really been geek-oriented people. Uh, this is something that we need to investigate further. And in order to do that, I'm, I'm going to do what I've done in the past uh, uh, in business, and that is I'm, I'm going to try to reach out and find a good consultant to help us with this, to see if this is something we even want to investigate further. And so I went to Google, and I did a Google search of podcasting consultant. And Guess whose name came up and filled the entire Google search page? <laughs> well, I'm glad of that. Yeah, from, one, from one to ten. <laughs> um, so uh, there you came, uh, Cliff Ravenscraft with Podcast Answer Man. And uh, I went on your website and uh, saw that you did consulting and studied your website a little bit and, and uh, listened to a couple of your podcasts. And then I, I picked up the phone and I, I called your consulting number and um, just happened to catch you going out the door with Stephanie and the family. Hmm. This was a Wednesday morning and um, kind of caught, caught you off guard, yep. <laughs> which is hard to do, I think. And, <laughs> uh, 
And we set up a uh, consulting session for that very Friday. Well, 10 o'clock Friday came, and I'm calling your number and calling your number. And finally, I get a Cliff Ravenscraft kind of out of breath. I don't know whether you were out on one of your your walks or, <laughs> or yeah. just getting back from one of your walks or on the treadmill or something. And uh, you um, said, oh, gosh, I didn't remember because I don't usually set up consulting sessions on Friday. Oh, my goodness. I remember, <laughs> that. I remember this now. <laughs> so that's how we found you and that's how we got started with you <laughs> i am so and and here's 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 something that i want to point out and, and 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 that i love about this is that i i would imagine that if i was just some consultant that somebody told you about um that that you know all of a sudden it's like well yeah this is the guy who can really help you out and you call me up you set the schedule yeah the guy answers his phone as he's walking out the door and 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 then all of a sudden you set up that first call and he almost forgot about it just barely made it in time out of breath i would imagine that uh if if you just found me as a word of mouth referral you didn't ever see my website you'd never heard a podcast episode i would imagine that that probably would have pretty much put me out of the running as to, as to be the person you would rely on to help you into this space. Yeah, it would have been a big uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. But there was, and, and my assumption, and of course, I know, I know the rest of the story, so, but my assumption is that the fact that you probably, over the course of listening to a couple of episodes, Hearing my voice, hearing my passion for what I talk about, the you know the way that I talk about what I talk about, and and sometimes even the feelings of why I do, you know the the reasons of why I do what I do behind the scenes, is that why you stuck through me through those initial impressions? I mean, am I assuming correctly? Well, there there's no question about it, Cliff. It it was your passion, your excitement, certainly the quality of the sound, uh, and and your knowledge came through very quickly to me uh, again i i had sorted through some of that internet radio and then tried to sort on my own through podcasting and it became very evident um and it became very evident that you had a teaching style about you yes. on your podcast that um i've done a lot of business consulting myself over the years and have paid for a lot of consulting in all different range of business services and uh so i know a consultant when i see one and it was pretty obvious just listening to a few of your podcasts. And uh, even though we had a little bit of a slippery start, we, we were in five minutes into our first that's consulting right. session. And uh, we just knew um, and, that's and, right. and felt the, the Lord brought us together. We, and, and we've been ever so grateful ever since. Well, I, I'm I'm very thankful for that as well because I do I do remember that and I've and, and and over the years I have had probably about three other experiences just like the one I started with you guys and it's like every single time folks had stuck with me even though I did something crazy with my schedule and 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 stuff like that and of course I'm I'm much better today <laughs> than I was uh, with that scenario. So glad that you stuck around. So here's the situation. I would love it if you guys could tell us uh, what it is your niche area of focus is because I think it's it's interesting. It was it was the you were the first client that I had worked with that had um, this entire lifestyle change that you were going to be thrusting yourself into. I mean, and we're not talking about thrusting yourself into the world of technology and media, 
but a major lifestyle change uh, that you felt called to and you wanted to share your journey. So tell folks um, where you were, where you lived when we first started working together and where your goal was to live, um, you know, over the course of the next several weeks, months, and 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 maybe not even more than that. So uh, tell us a little bit of the backstory. Okay. Um, you know, we had what we believe uh, was an important and an urgent message about a better way to live for many people. And uh, we wanted to get that out to as many people as quickly as possible. Uh, and that was our real reason for considering podcasting. And, and that message grew from our background in small farm and rural ministry. Now, uh, we, we've heard, and I want to say this reverently, that the Lord has a sense of humor. And he surely does in our case. If you, if you can picture that here were a couple of people um, in their late uh, 50s, um, sitting up on the fourth floor balcony of a condo on the beautiful intercoastal waterway with beautiful St. Pete Beach just two blocks away behind them. And from that, we sense a call to move into rural ministry. Um, again, it, it, it took a real sense of humor <laughs> to, to, to see this change take place. But we, but we followed that call, and, and Lynn and I had never been involved in rural ministry before. Um, didn't know what the needs were, if there were any needs, and who was, who was already out there serving. But we spent five years and wound up setting up a, a 501c3 a nonprofit called Acres of Hope America, where we actually went out into the rural communities of Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, predominantly throughout the Southeast, although our travels took us to some other states. And we found that what we saw was the new back to the landers. We uh, encountered a growing community of these, these new back to the landers and, and they weren't the back to the landers of, of Lynn and, and my youth of the, of the seventies and the Jesus movement and the hippies. Uh, although many of those, uh, and we've had a few of them on our, on our podcast, uh, many of those original back to the landers are still there and, and are wonderful people and, and good friends. Um, but this was not your 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 granddaddy or your daddy's back to the landers or small farmers. This was a new breed of young people and a, a group of people at our age in the boomer mm -hmm. generation who were sensing a, a desire to get out of the hectic consumerism uh, life of, of metro life and and um, the, the striving all the time to succeed and be successful just to to buy more things and as we got out our ministry developed to actually come alongside of small farm families that are, were out in rural communities who were trying to live a more self-reliant sustainable lifestyle and we came alongside of them, both from a spiritual and a tangible way to, to help make that possible for them or to help make it easier for them. And during that process, we, we just fell in love with, with the people. With, with the people. Mm -hmm. And uh, during that time, what rubbed off onto us 
was their lifestyle, that it was far superior to our being at the beach, sand in our, between our feet. Manatees and dolphins off the dock you know, in our backyard. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and living the life that we thought that we had worked hard enough to achieve. And, uh, and, and we just saw and got a taste by working side by side and visiting with these folks and, and uh, sharing in their successes and, and, and crying with them when, when they had tragedies and other problems and getting out there and helping support them during storm times and um, that, wow. And we actually felt for a number of years that because of our age, uh, we were there just to help support others mm-hmm. achieve that lifestyle. And then uh, as we ran into some health problems and, and other difficulties and challenges, it gave us time to realize that that lifestyle uh, is not just for others, that this is a lifestyle uh, for us as well, and that maybe we were also called back to the land. And so we pursued that and uh, with, a, with a, a real passion to and since we had lived that life alongside of so many of these small farm families, and and then we also have the, the passion, and we still practice this today, we, we have a real heart for, for the rural needy because so many of the social services years ago have already left uh, so many of the, of the rural communities. And, and, and the small rural churches um, that, are, that are closing still at a very rapid rate. So we, uh, along with supporting the small farm families, we have a heart for the rural needy. And, um, but we uh, finally came to the realization that this lifestyle is for us as well. And so we started pursuing um, and looking for property small farm property or even uh, an acre or two just so that we could get going in agrarian, self-sufficient, sustainable lifestyle. And that in November of last year, um, 2010, we finally made that move after 40 years being in in Florida, sunny Florida in the metro areas um, with our daughter and son-in-law and friends and church. Uh, we made the move to move to the Northwest Georgia mountains to a homestead property. And now we are in fact, uh, living that simple, good life every day. And we wanted again, through podcasting to not only get the message of this lifestyle out, but also to be able to be a resource to come behind these other people who are also pursuing the same journey or considering pursuing that journey and see what we couldn't do to help make their journeys be more productive. And uh, by being a, a source and a resource for them and a source of encouragement. And that uh, we are just, we would have never thought about podcasting. And in, in fact, it's not even quite a year ago. We started uh, with you sometime mid May last year. Yep. Um, and uh, it, it has just been a wonderful experience, a wonderful part of our journey. And I'll tell you, the community of, of folks that, and friends that we are building, and it's very interesting, Cliff, and I want to get off topic, but uh, even though we're already in 47 countries with the, the, you know, just having 26, 27 episodes up um, and, and thousands of downloads, uh, it's amazing also how we are – 
how we are building a local community along with the virtual community. And I know we're going to talk about that a little later here uh, with the social media, but that's our story. That, um, that is, that it is an awesome story. And it, and it's the one, and, and here's the situation, everything that folks just heard you share was something that was brought up. All, most all of that was brought up in our initial uh, call back in May of 2010. The only th- the only additional information that you got there as listeners that that I got is that back back when we first started talking in May of last year, um, you had you had no idea where you would end up. You just knew that you were looking for property and mm-hmm. and, and and the cool thing is is that you started podcasting in June of 2010 and you do have 26 episodes online available for people right now. And those 26 episodes of Living the Simple Good Life podcast actually chronicles the entire journey as you move along, the setbacks, the, you know, some of the anxiety, but, you know, some of the just, you know, the unknown and and bank issues and, and all this other stuff. That's I mean, right. You know, you're 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 chronically you're being a resource, but you're also being that source of encouragement that you hope to do. Because there are other people who would love to be able to get out of the hustle and bustle, get out of the rat race, become more sustainable, self-sustaining, uh, living that agrarian lifestyle, and and they they wonder if they can do it. And of course, you know, they might actually say, "Okay, we're going to do this," but they're gonna they're gonna run into issues too. This does this isn't a smooth transition. And I and I I guess in a way it, it was it was a pain for you guys, but you guys ran into some obstacles. You guys ran into some roadblocks and and some you know heartache along the way. And you were able to share that in a in an authentic and and genuine way that I think is going to be a source of encouragement, especially for those who will come in on episode 27, 28, 29 and listen to where you are today and getting ready to get into the planting season and, and mm-hmm. all the other stuff that you guys are doing. And, and you're going to be living this life that they're wanting to live and and think well of course that's Barry and Lynn they've been doing this all their life and that's just great I, there's no way I could live their lifestyle but if they go back to listen to episode 1 and hear the journey wow what you guys have done through podcasting you know exactly what you're saying cliff in fact in our upcoming episode 27 we are going to be reading two emails from our listeners uh one a, a gentleman and and one a woman uh, uh, from Cape Cod, and both of these are, are different, but yet the same underlying scenario is there. Oh, thank you for sharing your journey. Um, this particular man's uh, Steve uh, Lynn's uh, mm-hmm. email that we're going to read uh, says, you know, uh, I, I've listened. I love your podcast, and I, I want to live the life that you guys are pursuing. Um, and I've listened to your, your podcast with Tim Young and, and Liz Young and Nature's Harmony Farm and how, how they made the move from the metro area. Uh, but, but you guys seem like you kind of come from executive style backgrounds. How can an average Joe like me, um, be able to do what you folks are doing? Mm. And we hear this type of thing, um, had a, a, a call to our listener uh, callback line where uh, I'm uh, I'm 65 years old. I'm a 65 year old man. Is it too late for me to do this? <laughs> Wait <laughs> uh, a minute. Uh, in, in fact, in, in two weeks, uh, I also will be 65. <laughs> 
Um, and never, never even thought that that was going to happen, but in, here I am. And so it, it's just the, 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 the community and how they're relating. Just what you said, Cliff, about we are, we are offering words of encouragement uh, that it is possible. And, uh, but the fact is you got to get started on it and do it. And our desire is to encourage people and give them hope. If we can do it, guys, you can do it too. And, and that is, I think that is one of my favorite things about podcasting is, and, and I'll, I'll be honest, when, when I first launched Podcast Answer Man, I had a real difficult time choosing the name Podcast Answer Man because I thought it seemed a little bit, you know, you know, arrogant and mm-hmm. high and mighty. And I'm like, who am I to call myself the Podcast Answer Man? And, but, but at the same time, I, I didn't want to come into this as the guy with all of the answers. And t- even today, I'm, I don't have all of the answers. But what I do have is I'm on a journey. I started a journey quite some time ago. I'm on a journey. And, and as far as I'm concerned, podcasting is a part of my journey for, the, for all of my foreseeable future. Uh, you know, only Nor- Lord knows what's going to happen and, and what forks in the road will come in the future. But as far down the line as I can see, podcasting is a part of my life. And that's why I want to share this journey. And I know people are going to ask questions along the way. And I'm going to be here to provide the answers to tell you about how I'm accomplishing what I'm doing. <laughs> and so sharing your journey is is one of my favorite things about podcasting. There's n- Everybody out there has a story to tell. It doesn't matter what your story is. You guys have an interesting story. And some people think, well, that's great. They've got this major lifestyle. It's like we all have a story. The other thing that you have is not just sharing your journey, but you're sharing information and not necessarily just information that you have, but you're also taking uh, other people who are experts in their fields. You're, you're, you're meeting with, with uh, farmers that are specialized in certain areas and, and stuff like this, and you're doing interviews, and, and I've listened to most all of the 26 episodes that are online right now. I think I've probably only missed two. and And... Um, you know, and, and here's the thing. I, I really don't have an interest at all in moving to to my own land and planting my own crops or anything at, that, at this time in my life. I do have a passion for eating more healthy and thinking about sustainable foods and, and, and better methods of, of caring for animals and, and stuff like that. Th- those things, certainly, organic farming, and, and, and I am interested in, in learning some more about hydroponics, potentially, uh, which we'll get into in a little bit. But the, the but, thing- you're, but you're pursuing the balanced life show that we just love. Yes, um, is very much on the same yes, theme. Yes, it is of uh, self-sufficient, sustainable living and, and and living more satisfying and meaningful lives. Exactly. For sure. In fact, we we learn and stuff. You've encouraged us and 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 helped to educate us uh, as well uh, with pursuing a balanced life and spending time with family. Yeah, and 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 sharing that journey. No, so here's the situation. You guys are doing a lot of interviews. And you're, I just want to say your interviews sound great in your episodes. And, and I happen to know the equipment that you guys have because I, I know the, the place where you went to get it. And you're, you're using a, uh, some, first and foremost, you're using the best podcasting microphones on the face of this planet. Amen. Uh, the high LPR 40s. I, I know that you got the Mackie mixer. You guys are currently using, you guys are actually using the Pro FX8 mixer. Yes. Uh, and a wonderful mixer. It's got all the features that you would need uh, and stuff like that. But one of the things that I notice right now that you don't have is you are not 
uh, currently using a, a broadcast host telephone interface device. You don't have, uh, you know, the hookup to the telephone, but I've heard your interviews. Can you tell me how have you accomplished the interviews that you've been doing? Uh, certainly, but I, I can't believe from Cliff Ravenscraft we could talk about podcasting equipment and leave the Adderall out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes you just can't do that no you can't do it so so yes so we must we we must also include the fact that you're going from the cd slash tape output of your mackie mixer and recording that not into a computer but it's definitely into a portable digital recorder and you happen to have the best one on the face of this planet which is the edderall r-09hr recorder <laughs> All right, yeah, so so how are you doing the interviews though? I because I, I, they're they're sounding really good. Well, of course, like with so many, getting started, and even though you know, uh, and we've never found you to be arrogant, Cliff. So what you said a couple of minutes ago, uh, and in fact, anytime we have a little technical glitch. We immediately call for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we do. So you, you keep staying with that, man, uh, because you've answered all our questions and certainly set us up with, with great equipment to start here. And, and that was a decision point for us. But And then when we, we knew that this was going to be a joint venture between Lynn and me, and, and there was just no way that uh, we, we had the options to go with a little bit uh, lesser quality microphone on the second microphone. And, and we said, no, you, you, one of the things I've heard you say a number of times over and over in some of your podcasts uh, are that, you know, if you want to sound anything like the way I sound, then this is the equipment you need. Right. And so we took that, that advice and, uh, and, and just have been so pleased and have gotten so many compliments. Um, We've heard people say, and, and this has nothing to do with us, but it's it's in how you set us up with the right equipment and all. But we've had people say to us that, wow, as soon as your music goes off, the sound quality is so professional that we thought that, we, that you had a sound engineering background or something. <laughs> and I kind of let that ride for about a minute or two before I had to tell the truth. But uh, so, but... In, in considering cost and all, and I, I still have um, uh, as a um, as a desktop icon um, uh, a podcast that you and video that you put together on the hybrid, uh, talking about what it was and how to set it up for doing interviews. Yep. Uh, and um, but cost was a factor to us, and you said, look, uh, a little while back, I might not have been recommending this. But right now, Skype has really improved. And um, I think we ought to set you out and get you started using Skype. Uh, and you set, a, set us up with the mix minus and, and the cabling and how we go about doing that. Uh, helped us uh, set up a, a Skype outgoing number. And uh, it has worked for the most part just excellent for us. Um, we... Um, We've had one or two situations uh, where we tried to use a Skype to Skype call that hasn't worked well for us. But for us, using Skype as an outgoing and calling a landline and even a cell phone, it, it has just worked excellent for us. Uh, and it's, it's been a low cost uh, way to get started. Although now that we are situated and have been now here on, on a first six months in our in our new Northwest Georgia Mountains Homestead in our in our new wonderful studio where we we actually uh, 
have taken one of our, our bedrooms and, and made it into a studio. But uh, we we have a, a folding table that uh, Lynn and I sit across from. And now we can see each other instead of me being in one corner of the room uh, and my back to <laughs> Lynn and her back to me as we start out down there on St. Pete. Um, but that's that's how we're doing. Although, um, as you know, we want to explore further because uh, this podcasting is, is is so meaningful and important. And when we're seeing how we're reaching out and touching people and what it's meaning to them, that that it was a major decision. We we turned down some wonderful small farm properties because one of the big problems in rural America is the lack of broadband internet coverage, and. Um, so the property that we wound up with has has great cable internet, and uh, we uh, and that was important for us to continue on with our podcasting ventures and, and ministry. Excellent, and so and and I just want to emphasize there is is that you are currently using the Skype out number where you can I think it's about thirty four dollars a year. You get unlimited calls out to anywhere inside of uh, the United States and Canada. And right. so you yeah. can call out, and because you guys have a great internet connection, uh, Skype is pretty reliable on your end. And 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 what some folks maybe may have heard there and sounds a little bit uh, unique is that you've not had very much luck at all with doing some you know some Skype to Skype interviews that you've tried. And again, I just want to let people know the reason why that is is because the the type of folks that you are trying to do these interviews with are rural american farmers and and oftentimes as you just mentioned uh brand ba- broadband access is not the greatest a lot of these folks the only access to the internet they really can get is that satellite connection which is you know re- it, it's okay on the down speeds but as far as sending um you know information up to these satellites or up you know these sometimes they're doing a dial up and sometimes they're trying to upload it there's a major latency issue and so it makes skype to skype interviews with those folks nearly impossible but um so so yeah and and you said that you are considering you know moving into the broadcast host here in the near future and and we'll obviously talk about some of those things some things that you should think about uh moving into that and, and things like that but uh so and and Lynn, i've got a birthday coming up <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go so hey um i want to i want to talk to lynn for a moment because lynn it, it seems to me that you've really embraced the social media aspect of this am i am i seeing that correctly she's always been a social butterfly <laughs> well i'm a woman you know <laughs> We like to chat. We like to talk. And uh, yes, I have really embraced the social media part. And you know, Cliff, I had a Facebook page of my own, you know, before we did podcasting, but I never got on it. Mm -hmm. I was scared of it, actually. But now I just love it. I just love Facebook is is um, I have done some Twitter I, we've sent out a lot of tweets, but I haven't yet established the kind of relationships that I want to do mm-hmm. with with Twitter because I know that's really very possible. And we have a lot of followers on Twitter, but I just haven't had the opportunity to get into it as much as I'd like. Right. If I could just interrupt, for, and, and this is an excuse, but <laughs> we knew that there there would never be a good time to make this the size of, of life-changing move that we made and, and especially after we had gotten a number of, of podcast episodes up and we're learning more and we made the decision that for a whole lot of reasons we needed to 
get moved to the land and that whole process that you're right we do we do document and journey on our on our episodes um so uh and that whole search uh period and then getting up and getting moved in and and all has has taken a lot more time than than what we hoped for but now we're at the point in time where we are going to really start developing and and growing our community through the social media land Mm -hmm. so that is quite true and in in the twitter area that's one of the things that i plan to focus on more but in facebook um, I just absolutely love Facebook and the person podcasting to me is, is really personal because your community will interact with you through emails and comments and it's, it's absolutely wonderful. And then when you carry that even more forward through Facebook, um, I have met some of the most wonderful people and they're not acquaintances, they're friends. Yeah. They've all become friends, as you know, the community aspect. I mean, they are friends. We call each other our Facebook friends and more and, and you know, look forward to the opportunity of meeting face to face sometime. But if we don't, we share our lives together. We talk about our hopes and our dreams and our families. And it's just awesome. It's just awesome. And who was the arrogant guy that told us that would happen? <laughs> Cliff Ravenscraft, <laughs> the podcast answer man. <laughs> you, you know, I, I've I, I've been watching obviously uh, the entire journey, and and to see the community just cling to your your story and, and your brand, you know, the brand that you have created for yourself. You know, I'm looking at you know Facebook.com slash Simple Good Life. And, and, you know, the one thing I see is, is some people might look at this and say 168 people. It's like, gosh, Cliff, I, by the way you're going on and on about this, you'd think they'd had 30,000 people. By, <laughs> this thing was just started less than a year ago and you've built 168 people. And, but when I look at your fan page, this is what I see. Not every post is from you. Uh, in fact, what I see is, you know, Renee Winchester. I see Tammy Holbrook Cup on here. I see, you know, other people's names uh, as actually, you know, you know, of course, I, I, I know Keith Snow ex- extremely well. Uh, Pearl Morgan. I mean, I see all of these people who are posting updates and, and new stuff on your Facebook wall. And when you actually take the time to create things, I see five people like this, two people like this, four comments, eight comments, you know, and, and so what I see here is an, an engaged community uh, of people who are interacting with you. And what I, when I'm already noticing, just, you know, investigating, you know, how things are going for your guy, for you guys is that I'm already seeing in less than a year, not only is your community connecting with you, I'm already seeing your community connecting with each other without you needing to be a part of every conversation. Mm-hmm. That part is awesome. I love that part when when the community is connecting with each other as well. That just delights my heart. So I just want to say to for our audience out there listening, it, there is value in connecting with your audience. It, it is number one, it's just rewarding in your own life. And, and I think a part of it comes to your original desire for getting into, into podcasting and, and sharing your journey in the first place. And that is, it goes back to you had a heart for, for people and ministry. Mm-hmm. You wanted to be a benefit and a source of encouragement in the lives of other people. And, and I'll tell you what, 
but in our world today, we're you know it you know it seems especially here in the, our American culture, we're, we seem to be you know islands unto ourselves and yes. and very secluded from other people, and and we don't really have a great deal of encouragement from others on a daily basis. And so when you offer that through your your brand through your network and stuff like that, not just to build your network, but because you have a genuine interest in people, um, people respond to that. And and I'm seeing people cling to what you guys have to offer. Well, thank you, Cliff. Uh, it, it is very rewarding from a personal standpoint uh, that that you are able to touch out and, and be a source of hope of encouragement, especially uh, with the times that we, we all are, are experiencing. And that was another reason for Lynn and I to uh, be setting up the podcast and, and basically an online media production company, because we also saw an opportunity to, to help uh, uh, along with being a source of encouragement to be a, a practical uh, resource for knowledge and and also to help uh, the small farmers grow their business and connect people to local food through podcasting and educating is is one of the the big items and big expense items that uh, average small farmer can't even begin to to touch to help educate his consumers and his customers and and so we are and have been able. Uh, through this podcast and, and going to be doing a lot more of it, uh, of, of having more small farmers on and uh, the testimonies that we already have of when they've been on our program and then uh, they go to market, the recognition, uh, they're able to, again, through their own Facebook and, and, and social media and websites to link people back to when they were on our podcast. And we want to continue to, and do a lot more of that to to again provide the resources uh, we have a lot of interviews uh, already and, and more that we're planning with educators and county extension agents uh, to, to help educate the small farmer in a whole range of not only growing but social media as, as well as as um, marketing uh, their, their products and and uh, so this this whole realm of podcasting uh, uh, is, is just growing and for us uh, to be that resource that we're really hoping it will be. That is awesome. So there are two other things that I really want to pull out of this interview and bring in here. Um, and the, the the next one is just a real quick point, is your building community with other podcasters who are in your particular niche. Uh, so one, one of the joys that I had of having you guys as my clients was also knowing other clients that I have that have um, somewhat of the same style of interests. And, um, and and so I think that you've connected with a number of other podcasters who are also very interested in, you know, healthy eating, um, you know, um, organics, uh, you know, growing your own foods, being self-sustainable. Can you tell me about some of the other podcasters that you've been networking with and building some good, strong strategic relationships with? Uh, certainly, uh, uh, sure. Steve Howard, yep. uh, growing your own grub. Um, we've had a very, he's a great guy. 
He Great is. guy. We really enjoy the relationship we've been building with Steve and his wife, Mary. And, and we'll be sharing some things. Uh, Steve knows that, that we were coming up with Hydroponics Farmer. And uh, uh, as soon as we get that launched, uh, Steve's invited us uh, onto his show to talk about hydroponics. And, and likewise, we want to have Steve on. And Steve and Mary uh, Howard are in the process right now. They're putting their house up for sale. I think it was put up this week in, in Texas, and they own six acres out in Northern California. And uh, their dream uh, is to go ahead and get moved out to the to the land and, and live the sustainable lifestyle themselves. That's awesome. Uh, and, of course, Chef Keith Chef Snow. Chef Keith Snow. <laughs> uh, we, we just love Keith. Uh, He's a Jersey boy, and we're from Jersey, so we have something in common already to start off with. <laughs> But uh, unlike many celebrity chefs, uh, Keith actually uh, is pursuing with his young family passionately uh, this uh, rural agrarian lifestyle. Um, he, he just doesn't uh, talk about it and, and, and put shows together about cooking seasonal food. He actually is living the lifestyle himself yes, and, and loving it. And, um, and of course, Joe Lample. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Joe has been very gracious to us and and uh, we we really appreciate his professionalism and his leadership uh, in this overall niche. And um, so, and and we look to develop those relationships further. Yes. And, and now that we've got this move in and in our own uh, season of growing that we're going to be doing up uh, and behind us, uh, we're looking to expand not only our social media activities but also reaching out to, to other podcasters and 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 helping to. To build and support each other's uh, mm-hmm. podcasting efforts. That is, <clears throat> that is that is a dream come true for me to be able to see this all come together, and 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 I absolutely love it. Uh, all three of those people that you met, um, just wonderful clients, and and I consider them as as friends as well. Mm-hmm. And and I, I just love to see you guys coming together and working together in this way. Um, and not to mention, Keith Snow has some of the best spaghetti sauce ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, w- one last thing that I that I want to pull out, and and Barry and Lynn, when you first came to me, you had a vision, you had a dream, you had plans, you had goals. You, you know, if I were to ask you on that first day, where do you want to see yourself in five years? You knew, you knew, and and a part of that was, and I'm going to say the word, or actually the words, the phrase, multiple podcasts. Multiple podcasts. This is something that a lot of people come to me for. They say, Cliff, I want to start podcasting. I've never done podcasting before. I have no experience in podcasting. I've read so much stuff. I'm confused. I don't know where to start, but I've got an idea and I want to launch four different podcasts and I want to do it just the way that you're doing it now. <laughs> and I always, I'm always like, okay, well, let's do this first. How about we pick the one you're most passionate about and let's start with that get something built off of the ground let's let's start let, let's get you some forward momentum in one particular place let your audience that actually finds this one show know that you're committed to this one show and know that you're committed to them as a community and 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 before you start adding that second or a third show down the road let these people really get a feel for who you are and to build that solid foundation for you and because when you launch a second podcast after 6 or 9 months the the one thing i can tell you is if you've done a really good job with your first podcast when you launch your second podcast you've already gonna you're already going to immediately start off with about somewhere between 60 to 90% of the original show 
coming over and also subscribing to the new show. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and and not to mention the fact that you know get all your mistakes and and all you all the other <laughs> frustrations of learning this stuff out of the way on one show, and when you actually do launch the second show, it, it's just going to benefit from being that much better. So one of the things that you guys have done, it, you started your first episode in June of 2010. You've got 26 episodes of living the simple good life, and now you have hydroponicsfarmer.com. What are you doing with this show? What's it different, and 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 what made you decide to go ahead and do a separate website for that show in, in, in spite of the fact that you're also including it at simplegoodlifenetwork.com on the network site as well? Uh, those are good questions. Uh, and we took your advice early on, uh, uh, Cliff, to get one show under our belt and, and work through it and build an audience and do those things you just um, listed out. Um, and that's been very helpful to us. Mm-hmm. But you you also um, set us up early on with our original website and, and through Bluehost uh, hosting. And, and we've been very pleased and happy with, with Bluehost. But you know that... Uh, our vision called for multiple shows early on because uh, as we set up that initial account, we we registered um, additional domain names uh, for future shows because we do have a vision and know where we want to go. Hydroponics is something that I've been interested in for since the early 80s and, and not for many or not for the same reason of, of many of my generation uh, uh, is interested in hydroponics for and that's for growing pot uh, <laughs> but it actually started out with a, a helping my daughter with a science project that when she was in grammar school or junior high junior school. high <laughs> and uh, and uh, and it's it's continued on and and of course the interest in hydroponics is is just growing in, in leaps and bounds and we would still have delayed that show probably for about another four or five months because we have so much more we want to do with living the simple good life but if if we don't get that show going now here soon i think the the wave of interest in hydroponics is 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 going to leave us in its dust so we we need to get going with it quickly here and um this is going to be a show that uh, we'll have a lot of experts and manufacturers on of hydroponics equipment but actual growers who are, who are growing throughout the country here, uh, both in greenhouse operations as well as outdoor, uh, growing uh, just like you would sticking uh, plants in a raised bed or something. And and uh, and we're setting up a, a test garden here where we'll be um, growing outside uh, during these uh, spring and summer growing months uh, and using different manufacturer systems as well as some homemade systems that we're making up ourselves to show that anybody can participate in this. But we'll be taking and and providing information from anyone from the hobbyist um, to the the person who just wants to grow easier and don't have the, doesn't have the room uh, to and soil to, to grow any of their own tomatoes to the small farmer who wants to expand uh, uh, into hydroponics uh, and even the commercial growers and uh, with having uh, educators on our show and industry experts uh, as, as well as experienced hydroponic growers and, and aquaponics where you you also raise fish along with the vegetables, which is a, a closed symbiotic system that that's very exciting. Um, 
So that's going to be a much more technical based show. Right. Uh, and a more hands on know how situation of dealing with plant diseases, how much nutrient levels, what pH is the check, uh, those type of, of factors. That sounds amazing. And of course, this opens up opportunities for you in multiple areas of, um, you know, potential sponsors for something that is so particularly niche. You know, you mentioned some of those uh, systems that people have to, to, mm-hmm. to do this. You can, you can certainly look in that realm. You've got a potential affiliate marketing. Yes. Uh, you have potential, you know, actually creating um, tutorial series of your own, uh, ebooks, yes. so many wonderful different things uh, related to hydroponics. And uh, I think that this is something that is uh, very, very intriguing and something that I want to encourage folks out there in the podcastanswerman.com community. I want to ask you guys to, uh, number one, check out livingthesimplegoodlifenetwork.com. Or actually, I'm sorry, it is simplegoodlifenetwork.com. And the the podcast over there is uh, Living the Simple Good Life. And then, of course, there's also hydroponicsfarmer.com. And this thing's just now getting underway. And I encourage you guys, uh, especially those of you who are just getting into podcasting and and you wonder, you know, what's it look like to see somebody on the journey of creating something where they've taken some time, they've built a community, they have a show that that allows people to get to know, like, and trust them to understand who they really are, and and over time develop that, and then uh, eventually launch into something that is uh, more technical, more more focused, and has the opportunity for some uh, monetization. If you're interested in following that, I strongly encourage you. Whether you're interested interested in hydroponics or not. Certainly follow hydroponicsfarmer.com and see their story and, and watch it unfold. I'm, I can't wait to, to see where you are in uh, this time next year and uh, what else you guys are doing. Barry and Lynn, I, it is an honor and a privilege to have you as clients, to, to know that I've been a part of your journey, and I just want to say thank you for coming on to the show this week. Thank you so thank very you, much, Cliff. Cliff you, you've been a true blessing and continue to be, and uh, we just encourage any of your listeners out there that are, if you aren't, availing yourself of any of Cliff's services. Uh, this isn't an info, it wasn't set up as an info commercial, but boy, he's he's just advanced us so rapidly yes. and, and uh, he stays with you. To, he just doesn't turn you loose. And uh, we, we love you, Cliff. We appreciate all that you do. And and uh, God bless you and God Stephanie you, and the yes. kids. 